episode 21 of Sam Surati Talks. I want to thank the audience that we have listening right now because we're getting so much good feedback from all of the conversations that we've been having over the last couple of years now. I can't believe it's been a couple of years. Um, I've got an amazing guest for you. She is someone that I've met a few times from my experience working within the acting space. She's an incredible energy. Like whenever I've been around her, she kind of gives off this aura that's really (laughs) cool and engaging and exciting. Um, And I feel like she's got a really strong story, a really unique story for you guys that are listening. Please welcome to the stage the Argentinian actress, the wonderful Cynthia Prime. Oh my God, Sans, that was an incredible introduction. Thank you, know you for that. No worries, no worries. I mean, I, like, you know, I'm, I'm speaking the truth. You, you're an amazing uh, energy and it's, it's really lovely to meet you. And um, I'm so glad we got you on the show. Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> no, <laughs> no worries. There's people that are listening to this who don't know much about you. Um, yes. Give us a brief intro into who you are and what you're about. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I am from Argentina. I was born in Buenos Aires. And I studied business management in university, Um, but I had done a lot of acting when I was younger, um, especially through my, since kindergarten and up until high school. Um, But yeah, then because of life, because of my family, you know, um, nobody really thought that acting would be, you know, a, a good career to follow. So I was like, okay, what do everybody in my family do? Oh, well, they're economists or engineers or they have studied business management. So I was like, yeah, I'll go down the business management route. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, a few years in, um, in Argentina, usually it's five years. Um, yeah, so, so I, I started having a bit of a, uh, existential crisis and I think, um, a lot of people might relate to this, but you start questioning yourself like, wow, is this, does this really make me happy? Do I really want to do this for the rest of my life? Um, and yeah, I started thinking, why isn't this a great time to like go out there and start doing courses on everything and anything that comes to my mind Mm. so I I did a few courses first on writing then on art and then I was like you know what I used to love acting why don't I try and find like an acting course while I'm in university so I did and um, I found one that uh, followed Lee Strasberg's method of acting in Argentina and yeah, I got in and I was there for two years until I graduated um, and got my business degree and completely fell in love with it again. And I was like, wow, I really want to do this. But I feel like I want to take my training to another level, you know? Yeah. So I applied to the Lee Strasberg Theatre and Film Institute in LA and I got in. And I went and I lived in LA uh, for a year where I got my, I did the one year conservatory and yeah, I graduated. And although I loved the the school, um, I loved the training and everything I got to do there. Um, I feel like my heart was in London where I I got to live here a little bit in 2017. So I decided to move here. So yeah, now I'm I'm living here. Um, I'm working at a, as a self executive at Dry Lab Media Tech. So yeah, it's been it's been a ride. <laughs> what is the Lee Strasberg theatre like style? Okay, so yeah, Lee Strasberg's method of acting is most commonly known as method acting. Right. Um, so yeah, his method was based in Stanislavski, um, but he added a lot of exercises to it that that he made his own method. It was pretty controversial in the US. Right. Um, and, and it still is today because uh, I think that some actors just go a bit beyond, you know, and, and there's a fine line between um, sanity and, and going a bit nuts for getting into character, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, Lee Strasberg was incredible. I mean, the first two months or three months I was there, um, uh, actually there was an economic crisis happening in Argentina and I had 
you know, certain amounts of money um, to stay there. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, because the currency depreciated so much, I, I got to a point where I wasn't going to be able to stay in the school anymore because I couldn't afford it. Um, and yeah, I was talking with my, with my teachers and my mentor there, and they all told me apply for the merit scholarship at the school. And yeah, so I did apply for the merit scholarship and I got it. So that allowed me to, to, yeah, to stay in the school uh, for the whole year um and and yeah learn so so much from from my tutors you know usually in the classes there um you would start doing relaxation exercises mm. where you start being more in tune with your body um and then you would go and do sensory work and it depends on what stage you are in sensory work it, you could be working with um, maybe redoing the smell or the touch of that morning coffee you had that morning, wow. or maybe more advanced would be um, trying to recreate um, things you've lived in the past, or even try to recreate sensorially stuff that you've never seen before, people you've never met before. Um, so using a little bit more, more of the imagination um, which yeah is super super interesting and I think I will never forget I was once doing a sensory being best friends of like Santa Claus elf and I was I was like wow this is wild because it gets to a point where you can you really feel things you know wow. it's because every day you're working at it and then suddenly wow you know what I'm actually touching this this little elf's hand but you're not you know it's just your imagination and because you're exercising it like a muscle every day it really does become real and feel real you know it's it's mind-blowing and it's a bit crazy <laughs> wow how, how did you find out about that method then when you were exploring schools to go to um how did you find out about that uh, the, the Lee Strasberg method in Argentina yeah so actually um I was, yeah, researching, okay, are there different techniques in acting? Like, well, what are they? And they were like, yes, Stanislavski, Birth of Breath. Um, and then you had like Stella Adler, Meissner, Lee Strasberg. And I think just by researching and, and learning a little bit more about each one, I was like, you know what? Actually, I love little things of all of them, you know, I was like, I wish I could find one that just has a bit of everything, but unfortunately I didn't, but I found one on Lee Strasberg. Um, and yeah, then I just completely fell in love while I started going to, to classes there. Um, and I think as well, one day I was looking at one of these videos online on like actors on actors. And then I heard like Angelina Jolie went to Lee Strasberg Theatre and Film Institute. And I was like, okay, sold. <laughs> <laughs> so you studied that in Buenos Aires for, for uh, did you say three years, was it? it two years. Two years, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then you went to LA. Yeah. Um, how long were you in LA studying that method for? So in LA, I was there for one year, one complete year, no holidays in between. So yeah, <laughs> and, and intense. <laughs> and what was that experience like compared to uh, the, your Buenos Aires experience? You know what? Yeah, it was it was very, very different because I this was a school where you had so many different teachers and, and mentors, you know, and, and they all do different stuff style of acting as well as following Lee Strasberg's method of acting and and yeah it just it was a bit mind-blowing because you were able to get to see and understand their view on this method through yeah through their own view you know I think that every teacher adds their own thing and um, so in Argentina, I was always getting Lee Strasberg through Lizzie, who used to be my, my teacher. Uh, but then in, in the US, I was but Lee Strasberg Theatre and Film Institute in LA. I was getting like, okay, Carlos, who is showing us about 
you know, um, the sensory work with imagination. But yeah, imagination is also very linked with Stella Adler, you know. Right. So he would he would also encourage us to learn a little bit about Meissner and, and a little bit about Stella Adler and how that has a connection to Lee Strasberg. And and yeah, how how getting a little bit of like all of this method of acting um, just will really help you understand what works for you and what doesn't, you know? Mm. It's uh, because at the end of the day, you're trying, you're trying everything and you need to try to see what works. What was it like living in LA for a year? Oh, crazy, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think I never expected to see so many people having like psychotic attacks on the street. Yes. Yeah. Have you been in LA? Uh, Yeah. uh, One of my best friends actually lives um, in Silver Lake. Um, Yeah. Yeah. she used to live in West Hollywood and um, whenever I go out there, I always stay with her. Yeah. And uh, it, I mean, it's great. Like LA is one of my favorite cities. It's fun. There's some great people. Um, yeah. But uh, there and also New York, I found there's a lot of people that um, I think I feel like they've gone there with, with dreams. Yeah. And because there's a huge drug culture out there, a huge party culture out there. Yeah. Um, some of these people uh, end up going into a very dark place mentally. Absolutely. And the problem with the US, I find, and I mean this with respect with regards to how they uh, look after people is because there's no NHS, like, you know, they, they don't really support these people that have mental issues there are charities and there are uh, you know uh, institutions that do support them but they're they're so overworked and so under-resourced that you it's basically like a it it, like uh, uh, my my view on LA is like don't walk around like you know just get an uber or drive or whatever it is but don't don't walk around because you can you can bump into some very dangerous characters. Yeah, that, but that's so true. I remember like my one of my first days, I, I was there and I was like, you know, coming from a third world country like Argentina, really in Argentina, you can't walk on the streets because right. it is highly probable you're going to get mugged or robbed, you know? Wow. Um, yeah, so literally I was there. I was like, yeah, I can finally walk on the street. I can be free, you know? And, and yeah, I used to walk everywhere and people would ask me, oh, you don't have a car. And I'm like, no, not really. Like, I love walking everywhere. Um, but but yeah, the things that you see on the street, no, it's like you really start to, to know where, where you're living and, and the people <laughs> that are around. And as well, well, the, the, the great problem with, with people living on the street in L.A., right? Mm, um, I mean, it's really sad. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know what the solution is. I mean, I do yeah. know what the solution is. We need to, you know, governments need to change their mindsets and really support the people that, um, you know, majority of these people like pay, pay a lot of taxes or they, they're part of the communities or they're part of commerce and um, it needs to be looked after. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And there have been times where, <laughs> um, I mean, again, I love LA, but there have been times when I've been in LA where I've been like <laughs> afraid, like like scared for, scared for, of, of my well-being, you know, I'm like, oh, oh my God, yeah. that's terrifying. Man, downtown LA, like, you know, it, it's another world, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But, but, but the beauty of LA, like, like I've met some of the most wonderful people there, Absolutely. Um, from a creative perspective, like whether it's film, whether it's music, um, even art, like they're so yeah. open to stuff. If you've got an idea, you can you can make it happen. You just need yeah. to you need to be very passionate and you need to you know connect with people. It's great for networking. Absolutely. I really think that the amazing thing of LA is like literally, or you might take an Uber, the guys in the film industry. You go to Starbucks, the, the they are trying to be actors. You go to Target, you know, and they 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 have some everybody has something to do with the industry. Yeah. No matter who you talk to, no matter like you're walking around on the street and there is a producer, there's a writer there's a director you know it's that's the lovely lovely thing about LA it's and and as you say like 
it's it's a co- cooperative community or collaborative community you know mm-hmm. and and everybody knows how hard it is to get in the industry so everybody's like so open to like oh yeah let's get together and do this and do that blah 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 you know it's uh yeah that's yeah. that that's really energizing yeah absolutely i, I mean i uh, uh, what i do love about it is you can you know you can go to a party um you know the the, the city is built for film and tv that's what it's built absolutely for, you know, yeah. like, it, it, that's how it functions and you you'll speak to someone and you know they're they're you know they're, they're working on something but they're having because i'm like a comedy writer they're they're having trouble with some lines and they're like oh you know you 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 do comedy can you help out it's like yeah yeah, yeah just yeah. Give me an email or i'll write some jokes or, or whatever or, or you, can, <laughs> you know you meet someone and they're they've got a skill set that you're into you know or you need and you know, <laughs> you know i'm working on this can you help me yeah i can help you it's, it's great it's like, amazing that, that really great. yeah Absolutely, um, but I think it can be a lonely place if, like, like any city, um, if you're, if you don't, if you're not part of a community, you know, like mm. that, that, that's the the main thing. Talk to me yeah. about your community in LA. So you must have met some some friends, and you must have had some some really good kind of fun times out in LA. With, with- oh, absolutely. You know what? I had such a good time with everyone in the school. I think for me, I was so focused on on learning, on on getting my craft to the next level, um, as well maintaining my merit scholarship. That I was like a hundred percent focused, you know. Yeah. Um, I and if you ask me, oh, where did you go in LA? To be honest, I didn't go to many places because I was like, game is on, you know. Um, I was like, I'm here to learn everything that I want to learn. But and I think, you know, a lot of people might know that sometimes it is good to have a balance. And although I had a great, great community, I think I put myself in a place where it it could have it it got a little dark sometimes because I was working so much on my characters. And sometimes I was like, you know, at the same time preparing seven different characters um, and, and that can be a lot. And, and actually, you, you can lose a little bit that, that fine line between reality and that fictional um, imaginary circumstance that your character is going through. Um, and I think for me, that, that got a little hard at the end in L.A., um, but thankfully, you know, I, I was like, OK, I think this has been enough. You know, mm. I think it's time to move on um, because it is good and healthy for a human being to really, you know, have a balance in life. Yes. Um, and to be honest, there's so many people that go through that at least Strasbourg as well, because especially in method of acting, because you're drawing so much from your own experience, but as well from your own traumas. Mm. So, so that can be heavy, you know, and sometimes yeah. if you're doing so many characters and they're all like psychotic murderers or this and that you can, it can get to a point like, whoa, 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 whoa. I need to watch like a puppy video, you know, or like, <laughs> <laughs> or like something uh, just to cheer yourself up, you know? Yeah. So, so how do you manage that? So the reason why I ask is, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I've been a, an actor for a while, but it's only recently that I've started doing more auditions than I've ever done in my life. Like it's every week I'm doing like three or four auditions and it's, it's great. It's like wonderful opportunity, but yeah. sometimes you know, when you're, you're you're creating these characters, you have to kind of delve into parts of your memory that are very can, can be quite upsetting. And yeah. I'm only now learning how to get the balance right or how to switch that on and off mm. in a way that's that's okay for me mentally. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you like you you said when you were studying this course, there were times when it got quite hard for you. Yeah. How do you, how do you pull yourself out of that, and how do you move forward? So one of my mentors once said to me, as it is as important to get in as to get out, you know, right. of your character. So you're doing exercises. I don't know, maybe it is 
for some people listening to a song is good gets you into character for other people it's like thinking of your past memories or whatever works for you works for you you know but as I have things that I things in my toolbox that I used to get into character now I have a toolbox to get out of character and for me literally is okay I'm gonna start watching like a whole collection of like puppy videos like cute videos of like animals right. or or just something that really really just completely detaches me from the character I just did and 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 just stops me living that that imaginary circumstance that the character is going through and just be present, maybe go for a walk, listen to a really, really strong, positive song, um, um, maybe call someone, have a conversation, like try to draw everything back to being like present. You're okay. You're not that character. Let them go and like keep going with your life, you know? Just with regards to you, getting into those characters yes has that, has that affected your mental health oh yeah 100 percent um I think yeah I think uh, it got to a point in when I was in LA where where yeah it got it got tough because you know if if you're doing seven or or eight characters in in a week um it's it's a lot it's a lot to take on um and you basically have no time to be yourself you or you're studying these characters you're preparing these characters um you're doing improv um or then you're you're putting the scene you know or and, and then you're you're putting the play or whatever it is um and you have so little time for yourself that it's like all these things that are occurring to all these characters can be very, very overwhelming. Mm. And sometimes I, wa- I wasn't sleeping very much. Um, I, I was crying a lot, you know? Wow. And I was like, because you get so emotionally attached and it's like you, you get to a point where you empathize so much with these characters and you're like, wow, really? Like, wow, this the person really goes through that like I feel so bad for them and I'm so sorry for them and it's like I wish I could help them you know mm-hmm. um but but yeah I think for me it was a learning experience to be like okay eh, all good with that but I need to understand and learn that those are fictional characters some of them you know they they might have drawn a lot from from um, you know the real history and and everything. Um, I remember once there was this character as well. Um, she she's actually a really really important um, female um, character here in the in the UK. Right. Her name was Vera Britton. Um, there's a movie about her as well called Testament of Youth. I don't know if you've seen it. No, no. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's it's about this this woman. Um, she she goes through the First World War, um, but before that, she she wanted to go to Oxford University, and you know, her dad is like, "Oh, why are you gonna study? Like, you're a woman. You need to go and get married." And she fought so much, like, um, she fought her family to please let her go to to Oxford University. And then um, her her brother really helped her get there. She met her boyfriend and, and future fiance through her brother as well. And then when she gets to university, like her brother dies, her fiance dies. There's there's huge amount of history and letters that she has with with her brother and her future fiance, and it's just it's heartbreaking, you know. And right. it's like, and this woman after that fought for for peace, for equality, um, for women's rights. Um, she's an incredible, an incredible woman, but how she describes everything she went through is heartbreaking. And sometimes as actors as well, we can relate 
no to to everything that's happening to to our character so so it can move you it can move, move you a lot um but but yeah i think that i mean it's really useful to get into character try to empathize a lot right with with who you're trying to portray yeah. but at the same time it's like okay but i'm actually not in the first world war uh my bro i don't have a brother you know he has not died <laughs> and i don't have a you know a fiance that has just died it's like okay cynthia bring yourself back you're in now we're in 2022 you know <laughs> um um we're doing a podcast and let go you know um but yeah i think it's because as actors we are such emotional beings yeah. and it can get really lonely and 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 yeah there i i think that there is a lot of depression if you're an artist alone and 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 you're living life um, I don't know how you say it in English, but it's like your blood's boiling for for feelings, for yes. for connection, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a very interesting um, terminology. I'm, I'm assuming that's an Argentinian thing, that blood is boiling for. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's yeah. wonderful. Um, so I, I guess ultimately, you know, it is, it is a skill set, acting, like, um, and there's a couple of, uh, people I've spoken to about, um, you know, managing your mindset when you're uh, in this world, because it is very, it, it can be quite taxing on you mentally. Yeah. Um, and you, and you're right. You have to get that balance right between uh, the job, which, which is a beautiful job and a wonderful job. And it has so many wonderful rewards to it. Uh, yeah. Not just, you know, fame and, and, and cash, but also, um, you know, fulfilling as a, as a, as a working role. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's only 50% of your life. Like you have to have friends, you have to have absolutely around you family. Um, you need to be uh, you know, you need to be passionate about other things as well, whether it's I don't know, fishing or sports or whatever it is. Um, to as you say, bring yourself back to who you are as a as a uh, you know, within the reality that we live in. Absolutely. And how important now is to know yourself truly, you know, yes. know what you love, know, know what makes you happy. And if you don't like, don't hide yourself to go and discover, no, it's like maybe you're, you're a certain age, but nothing defines you. Like your age doesn't define you. It's like, don't be scared to just go out there and, and find out more about yourself, you know? Yes, no, absolutely. Um, you touched on your family briefly when you started off. Um, you, you said that um, they had a view on on people that that went into the creative arts, like acting. Yeah, yeah. So, so talk to us about that because because you're not the only actor I've spoken to that's had to deal with that. Yeah. Um, and even though it's a natural thing, um, you know, because obviously, you know, your families care about you and they love you and they want Absolutely. the best. Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, for them, uh, particularly in my community, you know, being an Indian, I've got uh, friends who are from ethnic communities as well, who yeah. whose parents look at them and don't truly understand why someone would want to be an actor. Um, yeah. How do you, uh, like, well, talk, about, talk to us about your experience of that and how you got through that. Absolutely. I think for me, um, I had to first understand and understand that my parents had their view and I had my view on things. And that might be different because of the way that we look at life. I think my parents were born in a time where in, in Argentina and Latin America, like still, you know, um, there, there was so many women that didn't have jobs and they married, you know? Um, and I think my parents have always wanted me to thrive in the, the professional, um, how can we put it? Like in a, in a business environment where there were very little women um, for me to, 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 um, how you say it in English, but but make my footprint, put my footprint on 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 the sand, no, and yeah. and make an impact and 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 start attracting um, other other women to to do the same thing. I think they always had. 
And as you said, um, you know, really good intentions of like having my back and and maybe, you know, in inverted commas, knowing what's best for me. Yeah. But I think for me, it was really important to make them understand that I am the one who knows what's best for me. Yes. And I am not someone that just from one day to the other will say, oh, yes, this is this is what I'm going to do the rest of my life. No, it's like I go out there, I try things, um, I do courses, I see, you know, I, I, I try to get things on their feet to... To, to try to understand, oh, what does this make me feel? Does, does this make me happy? Or like, mm-hmm. not really, no? Um, and, and yeah, it's because I, I really tried things that I, I was able to reconnect with this passion that is acting. Um, and, and yeah, I had to, you know, I, I knew it was going to take time. It's not easy to change someone's mind, someone's perspective from one day to the other. Yeah. I think it's a seed that needs to be planted and watered. And, and for that plant to grow or that tree to grow is going to take some time. And the only thing I can recommend is be patient. Yes. Um, try to understand that they were not born in the same time as you, you know, their reality was really, really different. Uh, And maybe even um, the way that their parents treated our parents Mm -hmm. is very, very different than the way our parents treat us. But maybe we have another thing in mind, but you know, it's okay. It's about being empathetic with with your parents and understand that, it's it's okay that they have a different view, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, you are responsible for your own happiness. So I would say do not get unmotivated if your parents um, are not on your same boat. Um, maybe you have to start, you know, start this path alone, but maybe while you're on the road they'll, they'll come at me too and walk with you you know yes yeah well I, i'm one of my friends he um he's 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 now becoming a successful actor but for a long time yeah. his um his father uh didn't truly value uh his vision of becoming an actor yeah. um but it wasn't in, i think he, he he got a part in a, a really good tv show yeah. and his dad watched the tv show and then his dad came in and said, "Wow, I just watched this TV show. That's you know, that's that's a really, it's a really good thing." And hey. I think for him, it was such an important moment for him to have that, um, that that kind of well thought out um, discussion with his father because it it may you know it meant a lot for him to have his father appreciate what he loves. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. But but um, you know, I, I agree with you. Like that having patience and having empathy is, you know, there's such powerful traits. They 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 you know, if you have that for everything, you can you will succeed or you, you will at least have a semblance of understanding and a and a wealth of uh experience that will, that can make you feel better about what it is that you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, you you touched on um briefly just with regards to um that that lady Vera Britton yeah um, she she obviously had to in the in the face of such provocation had to deal with a lot of sexism um, yeah. ha- have you had to deal with sexism oh yeah yeah i i think sexism racism for being Latin American um, and yeah, living in England. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I definitely have, but that has never stopped me. And I think I've always stand up for myself and I'm not afraid of doing that at all. Um, I I think there's so many tools nowadays as well. that that we can do that you know especially 
um, in different companies. Um, you might have uh, human resources, so you, you know you can speak to someone in the company, or yeah. or even um, well, no, there there's other ways to go about it as well. Um, but yeah, hundred percent. I think um, what as well one of my my first jobs when I got to England and the pandemic was happening, I couldn't get a job. Like there were no jobs at all. Right. And uh, I was like, okay, great. They're looking for someone to work at an Oliver Bonus store. And I was like, great, I'll do that. Who cares? It's a job, you know? Yeah. Um, and I did. And then, um, yeah, there were, there were, you know, certain clients that were coming in. And, and yeah, they would say like, oh, where are you from? And I would say, oh, I'm from Argentina. It's like, okay, can I please talk with a British person please what? Really? yeah 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 and and, and yeah and they would say like no i'm 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 british um um born and raised blah 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 and it would be like okay yeah no worries at all you know um and yeah 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 i think um and as well as a woman in in, in university yeah i think I I could really relate to to Vera Britton and her story, mm. and and as well I think that that for me what for her was challenging to convince her father to go to university to to study. For me, it was very hard as well to try to convince my parents that. I wanted to go and study acting, you know? Yeah. Um, and it might that might have not been the same because it's very, very different and 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 a very different moments in life as well. But I think for me that was, yeah, it was it was hard. And and for her, you know, trying to convince her her father of that was hard as well. Um, but yeah, look to, to anyone out there, like never, never give up, like make your, make noise, you know, make your voice stand out and, and say what you have to say, like never keep anything in, um, you can always say it in a polite way, in a good way, you know, and, and if you have had really you know, back treatment, whatever it is, um, speak up, speak up because you didn't come to this world to just be silent about it and agree to it. No, it's like nobody deserves that. So yeah, have the confidence, build that confidence. Absolutely. And and um, I like, I agree with you with regards to you know, making your voice stand out, yeah. um, particularly in the in the acting world, there's this assumption that if you if you if you if you're docile and just let things happen, um, it, you know, uh, you, you'll have an easier life. But I, I actually feel like the the more times I've kind of been outspoken about my thoughts on the situation in an acting environment, it's actually helped with the situation, made it a better situation. Absolutely. Like having uncomfortable conversations do feel uncomfortable, but life is like a, you know, a long uh, series of negotiations. And actually negotiating is actually like a wonderful thing. If it's done, as you say, if it's done in a polite um, and empathetic um, manner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, life is a series of uncomfortable things, but <laughs> the, the sun comes out, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Um, so talk to us about London. So so how long have you been in London? So I've been in London since January of 2020. Wow, so um, just before the pandemic. Yeah, just before the pandemic. So what, what, yeah. was, your, what was your vision um, coming here? Oh, well, my vision with respect to like how I thought life would be here or. Yes. Yeah. So I lived here for a little bit in 2017 and I loved it. I love the culture, the arts here, um, the people, you know, and um, yeah, I moved here. But I I mean, I never expected that the pandemic was going to happen. You know, <laughs> I think before the pandemic, I didn't know what it was. So then I was like Googling what, what's a pandemic. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, what I thought would be, it was very, very different. 
So before coming here, I I had an acting coach here in 2017 because I was doing a play at Rada. Wow. Um, and and yeah, I contacted her and she she was like, oh yeah, when you're coming, like I'll rent your room, blah blah blah. And I was like, oh perfect, like I know you. I'm you know I'm I'm gonna stay with someone that I know. And then unfortunately that that didn't turn out well, and I left. And then I didn't have anywhere to live. Um, and right. it, it was literally from, from one hour to the other. So I got my bag. I, I went to a few hotels. And then I was asking to speak with the managers. And I was like, look, this is my situation. This just happened to me. Is there? A, and I have this budget. Like, is there any chance you have a small room that I could, I could rent for a month or two months? And wow. finally, one hotel said yes. Really? And, and wow. they even gave me free breakfast, which was incredible. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wonderful. yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I was living there. And, and then the whole pandemic thing happened, you know, and I was like, well, what am I going to do? And, and yeah, it got to a point where, you know, I couldn't find a job. And, and yeah, I, I talked with my parents and I was like, OK, I'm going to reset. I'm going to go back to Argentina for one month wait until this this passes a little bit you know and then i'll come back mm. and then I, I went to argentina in march right. and i think on the 14th of march just with the last plane um <laughs> and yeah and then they closed the border so i couldn't get out of argentina until like october which was crazy and so yeah when i when i got back in october yeah it was a different story um, I think I understood more like, okay, how, how to get a job, how to, how to rent a flat. Um, you know, I had like my Nino insurance, like my national insurance, my, yeah, every, every, all the little things that you need when you, when you move to a new place, you know, yes. um, I, I understood that a little bit better and I think it went more smoothly. Um, but yeah, it was what, what, what I was expecting it to be. No, it wasn't at all because I think that happened to a lot of people with a pandemic. No, maybe, um, a lot of people were saying, Oh, 2020, that's my year. It's my year. And then <laughs> look at what happened. No? <laughs> but you know what? We, we, it was a great year. I think still, no, it's, uh, I think, yeah, if you're healthy, um, your family's healthy um, and and yeah you know we we need to see life with a half full glass right and not yes, not half yeah. empty absolutely I mean I um, I do know a lot of people that really struggled over the pandemic um, yeah. various things like you know they lost people or, yeah um, you know they struggled with mental health or absolutely they, they started to question actually what they were actually doing yeah and for me it was like and actually myself and my wife like it was it was one of the most beautiful moments of of my life um because I got to learn a lot more about myself yeah. um and it also it allowed me to re re kind of align um my focuses yeah um, and so I think it, uh, for some people of a sizable group of people I feel like it's it's changed them for the better um, yeah and I agree with you that perspective of half a glass half full is so important in times like that because you do have to look around and go all right well what what is good what is what around me is good what yeah. what, what do I you know what do I have to be thankful for um because there, there are so many people who don't have those things so you need to kind of focus on that because it, you know as you say, our time on this planet is, is, you know, finite. So yeah. absolutely. And, and sometimes it really takes yourself to train your mind. It's like, it's like training that muscle, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's the same. It's like, maybe you go to the gym and you're physically training the muscle. Well, you, you have to choose your thoughts, right? Mm. Maybe you'll be like, Oh, all this is happening. It's all negative. Just be aware that you're having those thoughts. Yes. Say okay, I understand those thoughts, but I'm gonna rewire my my brain right now and be like, oh, you know what's 
what's lovely this tea i'm having right now i'm so mm. enjoying it it's so delicious or okay, looking over the window and being like wow the sun is shining yeah. you know whatever it is like it, it, it's that it's like focusing yourself on on the good things and not trying to like find find the bad things and then and then thinking about that and about that and about that no it's like it, it, it's good to train to train the mind and as well I think there's a, a quote that I love a lot I can't remember who said it um, which is great <laughs> um, and it goes the greatest challenge of a man is not you know when when they're having a good time but when they're actually going through challenging times uh, no the greatest measure of a man is when they're going through challenging times it's it's not when life is easy you know yes um so so yeah it is it is a great moment to to get to know yourself and Absolutely. there's a there's an equation as well that goes like event plus reaction equals outcome so if you can't change the event you can't change your reaction and actually have a different outcome you know talk to us about your hustle so yeah you know we're uh, we're actors and yeah. uh, as soon as you finished a job whether it's a film or a, or a show or or a television show or whatever um you, you're literally unemployed um yeah. and you're waiting for that next job to to land on your desk and obviously we all have to knock on doors and our agent has to do loads of work but some of us and myself included have uh, other things that we do to to keep us afloat, not just financially, but also mentally. Um, yeah. What other things do you do, uh, you know, with regards to work to to help you achieve your goal to becoming a full time actor? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, for example, I I I always had full time jobs. Um, I used to work at Tokyo Film Studios. Where oh, I got wow. to meet, yeah, I got to meet a lot of people there, and now I'm I'm working as a sales executive at Drylock Media Tech, and and yeah, we you know we present the product to a lot of productions, um, and yeah, we're trying we're we're trying to help around because it's a it's an app that actually really really works, um, and yeah, I think for me it, it's always good to stay busy. I think busy means health. um and and yeah I couldn't I think I'm I'm one of those people that just cannot do nothing you know I can't do nothing I need to be on the move and have my mind thinking about something and doing something and yeah I got the the pleasure of of meeting John, John Matani, who was the, the one of the VPs of Warner Brothers. And he was the um, co-founder of CineLab. And I met, I met him and he's an amazing man. And he gave me this great opportunity of, of being part of the team. And yeah, I and I honestly think being a sales executive, you do so much acting, you know? Yes. It's like because you're you're presenting a product, so you kind of write your script, you know, you try to learn a little bit of, of the person you're going to present to, so so you know a little bit more about you know the, the other characters that are gonna be on the scene with you. And 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 yeah, you go and 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 you perform, but at the same time you're you're present you know you you react to the other person you try to keep them entertained or whatever your objective is um of the scene and yeah i think definitely all the acting tools are helping you know (laughs) absolutely and a lot of people don't truly understand the value of being a good salesperson like it's so useful yeah. Um, you know, it gets you places. Steve Jobs, who changed the world, you know, everyone sees him as a technologist, but technically speaking, he was a salesperson. He was probably the best salesperson in the world and he sold wow. the future. And a yeah. lot of people don't realize that. Like, you like jobs don't land on your lap as an actor, particularly. You've Absolutely. got to get out there, you've got to hustle, you've got to knock on doors, you've got to create relationships, you've got to network, you've got to show people the value of what you can bring to the table. Um, Absolutely. And also understand the, what values values they're looking for, you know, uh, like uh, aligning the benefits of you to 
um, that, you know, to, to what it is that they want solved. It's so important. Absolutely. And I think as well, at least for me, I've learned so much more about this industry through my full-time jobs than actually as an actress out there, you know? Yes. It's it's how the industry works, um, who, you know, what production companies are, are out there, what's the process, um, then, you know, getting to meet DOPs, producers, directors, it's, yeah, it's just, a, it's mind-blowing how big the industry is. Oh, and, it's yeah, yeah, and how dif- there's different ways of, of going somewhere, you know? Mm. It's, um, I, I really think that whatever is meant to happen will happen. Like, the universe has those things that it'll, it'll, it'll show you it's like trust the universe the universe will give you what you want you know absolutely absolutely i mean you, you know uh, you have to make your own luck but absolutely yeah yeah you do but at the same time that you know it's such a it's such a massive world that there's so much going on you can, yeah. you can get your teeth into a lot of things yeah but it is as well like when you prepare for a role right and it's then it's time to to put it on the stage you're like okay now trust your preparation, you know, and let yes. go and enjoy and be present. And I feel like that's the time as well. Like you, you need to trust the universe that that all that preparation that you did and everything you've done, it it will it will give you all all the fruits, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cynthia, we're, we're coming. I can't believe we've spoken for the last 50 minutes. This is crazy. It's, it's, uh, it's been brilliant. Um, uh, like, Three hours you. later. Yeah. No, but, but it's great. Like you, it, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people listening will get a lot of value out of this. Oh, um, I'm glad. I've got, <laughs> I've got a couple more questions I want to ask you. Okay. Uh, yeah, far away. Um, so the first one is if you were to meet yourself, um, like a younger version of yourself coming into this industry yeah. uh, now, um, what what advice would you give to yourself? Oh, I would say trust yourself and be yourself and no one else. Um, and and be confident because, yeah, you, everybody has, you know, their own uniqueness. So mm. treasure that. Never, never hide it. Treasure it. Awesome. And then just with regards to, um, I mean, I know loads of people here who are listening to this or want to get in contact with you. What's yeah. the best way for them to get in contact with you? Oi, oi, eh. no. <laughs> um, yeah, of course. So my email address is cynthiaklein at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram. Um, my name is spelled C-I-N-T-H-Y-A-K-L-E-I-N. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as well. Or if you want to know more about DryLab, you can email me at cynthia at drylab.io. Mate, thank you so much. It's been, been really brilliant. Um, thanks, sh- it's been incredible. Thank yeah, you. No worries, no worries. Um, those of you listening, thanks so much for your time. Again, I truly value uh, you guys giving your time to these moments because you know t- our time is a luxury. Um, so thank you so much. If you're sharing anything, please don't forget the hashtag Sansharai Talks, all one word. Whatever you are, whatever you're doing, please be good. <laughs>